I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, where I'm replaying my favourite episode of the year. Enjoy, guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by one of my, well, one of my favourite doctors, that's for certain, Dr. Alex. How are you, Petal? Hey, thank you so much. I'm very well. I've had a cup of tea, freshened up, yet checked up the ingredients of the woo-woo, which was, <laughs> does contain cranberry juice, schnapps and vodka, so you're right. There you go. I honestly acted like, oh, I think it might be this, but I fucking you love them all. You, I knew. You, 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 you. Alcohol would definitely be like my mastermind subject. There you go, there you go, there you go. You know, you do well there. Can I ask, is it true? Is there any science behind the on a hot day you should have a hot drink thing? That's absolutely true. I mean, I'm sat here now with a cup of tea. So the way, what, what happens is that um, some of the thermoreceptors, uh, it's a kind of temperature so receptors. <laughs> I, I just spent a lot of time studying. It, it, you know, it, the thing is, people always think you're clever for these things. But if you spend a lot of time learning about a particular area, like the body, you know, you're going to know more. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those things like doctors aren't necessarily that clever. It's just spending time. You're very kind of it. It's basically receptors are in your throat. They, they measure the temperature, basically, right? And they regulate your body temperature or part of the reason you're bodies regulating its temperature so when you drink something hot it tricks those thermoreceptors to thinking gosh the body is really hot and therefore the body tries to cool down if you have an ice cream or something cold the throat and the thermoreceptors think that it's cold and try and heat the body up so actually you're better off having a hot cup of tea um in the sunshine than you are an ice cream Oh my God. Do you know, I've heard that saying said to me a million years by various like relatives and stuff. And I've always just thought, fuck off. It's true. But hearing the science. It's true. They've proved that on Mythbusters. I'm pretty sure that was one of the things that they, they looked at. Yeah. Eh, well, I best swap me little oasis for a cup of tea next time. There you go, there you go. <laughs> so you first burst onto our screens a good few years ago now in the reality TV juggernaut that is Love Island. And since then, your feet haven't touched the ground, you've been super busy, you went straight back to work for the NHS, which is an incredibly inspirational move by you. And I'm not going to bore you because I know you've probably talked to death about your experience on Love Island, but you've got to be grateful to it to a certain extent because of all the amazing things you're doing now, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I loved my time. And I think there was highs and lows. It's very, you know how it, I mean, you know how it is. It can be really challenging being in front of the camera. Uh, for me, it was, what was hard is I had no background experience in that world at all. It was literally going from someone who doesn't use social media, doesn't really do any of that stuff to a 200 followers to like, bam, like, whoa, in front of the whole screen. And I think I was very naive. I didn't really 
um think about it too like i didn't i did think about it a lot i had a lot of thought about whether to go on the show mm-hmm. and that was a huge thing i was thinking about for a long time but i didn't really think about what it would be like or what would happen afterwards and i thought we'd be on there for like a fortnight yeah mm-hmm. i just thought oh, i'll get like a week or so and i'm back in a and e no worries i didn't expect to come out with like a million followers and all this kind of stuff but um you know it's been an, it was an amazing experience and i think the best thing i did you know you mentioned going back that was the best thing i ever did because going back to a and e kept me grounded i didn't lose that sense of who have i who i am and yeah. people asked me why were you tempted just to like live you know a different life and i was like well the thing is for me like since i was 12 years old i wanted to be a doctor i trained all the way and i've been focusing this goal from 12 to at the time 27 years old you know on one career you don't just walk away from that yeah. when you spent that time and so of course, I was never going to go back to be full, full-time all the time in a and I've got lots of other things that I'm doing now, which I'm very lucky for. But yeah, I love having that balance. And, you know, I've been out of a actually for a couple of weeks now. I've had a bit of a break after working throughout the whole yeah. pandemic without a break. Um, you know, and I needed that time to actually focus on the role and the work I'm doing. Uh, but, you know, I love it and I'll always go back. Like, I really enjoy it. Bless you. You are so passionate about it, which I think obviously just seeps through and is so lovely. But there are so many people, and this is not me being like um, in any way, shape or form derogatory because I've I've done reality TV for around 10 years now. Um, and I am quite keen to make a change and start yeah. to do different things. I want to be recognised as a TV presenter and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I've realised that if I do want to be recognised... You're doing amazing at it. You're doing a really good presenter and you're doing well at it. So, yeah, keep you. going. Thank you, Al. I'm going to blush. Um, but no, I, I feel like in order to be recognised in that, like I can't be doing any more reality TV, so I have kind of closed the door on it for now anyway. But yeah, for years, I didn't use my platform for good, Al. I didn't. I used it to do all of the things that, all of the cliched things that people joke about, you know, to sell teeth whitening or to get a discount code for clothes. Um, and again, I'm not being derogatory. It's still a huge part of how I make my money. But for you, you instantly came out of Love Island and used your platform to do something super responsible and positive. Was that always your goal or was that just something that happened organically? Well, I think, well, two things. First of all, I think, you know, you, you probably don't give yourself enough credit. I think for as long as I can remember, certainly many years, you've been actually promoting body positivity. I think you show both sides of your life. I don't think you kind of create a glistened Instagram, you know, not that you don't look beautiful on Instagram, but you don't, <laughs> you know, show this kind of overly <laughs> delivery, like chin picture. I love those pictures. You're just like, you know what, like, that's fine. Like, that's your body. And it's, um, and I think you, I think you really portray yourself in a great way on there. And I, actually, I think that's brilliant. And um, in terms of like when I came off the show, I think um, I kind of had this, I didn't really plan it. So I had this following. I was like, what do I do with this? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm quite an introvert. I'm not confident to go to clubs and do all that kind of, um, you know, PA stuff, <clears throat> which is fine that people do that. But for me, I wouldn't be confident to do mm-hmm. that. And I thought, well, actually, you know, what am I going to do? And I, I thought, well, I actually love teaching. I love like teaching med students when I was doing, I loved at university, like mm-hmm. teaching. Um, and I thought, well, do you know what? Let's use the platform and educate. Let's put stuff, positive stuff on the platform about well-being about self-care let's show the front line let's reward, you know show what people are doing in, in A&E and it just happened and of course I do ads and stuff of course I work with brands as, as you do but <clears throat> as I see that you have you do now I mean as you're saying before really you know and and we obviously we work with brands you know that's how you know the only way I can fund being able to not get paid as a youth mental health ambassador or not be paid for the content or charitable work I do is by earning money through working with brands or corporates, whatever. So I have a real way. Basically, only work with brands that I've either used the product or I really think that it has a benefit to other people. Or you know, if 
if I can work with a car brand, brilliant, because I love cars. Like, if it just reflects who I am, it's yeah. perfect. So, so yeah, I have really strict rules of that. And, of course, I, I mean, you must as well. I mean, you must get loads. But there's so many brands I turn down, which I'm like, no, I don't want to promote that. I don't believe that. I think that's harmful or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really, I think, strict to those rules. So, yeah, it, it's a balance, isn't it? You know, we have to wait, make money. We have to earn a living. But it's about doing things in a way that you feel like, actually, I feel a sense of reward. Like, I'm sure you, I don't have a words of mouth, but, you know, I'm sure you feel really great when you think, you know, I posted something that's gone and really helped someone. Someone's going to see that today and think, you know, I feel better about myself. For me, and I don't know, like, what the version of this is for you. Um, I imagine it's something very similar. But for years, obviously, I was not role model material. And for loads of mothers who maybe watched Geordie Shaw when their kids went to bed or something like it was harrowing the idea that their child would grow up like me their little girl would grow up swearing and shouting and bed hopping and all the rest of it and since like sort of the last five years obviously the image that I'm cultivating now the person I'm becoming I really endeavor to like you say show the good and the bad the light and the dark um normal bodies and all the rest of it and when someone writes underneath my post like i'm gonna show my little girl this honestly Al, yeah. it's oh, all gosh. i can do not to yeah. cry mate because i think i'm yeah. finally becoming the person i really want to be yeah. well you're such an i think the other thing with you you're so honest as well and i think do what frustrates me i think everyone pretends that they live like a perfect life and there's no such thing as someone's holier than that we've all made mistakes done things mm-hmm. we regret and think oh gosh i look back on that and think god i was stupid like you know, and I think, you know, look at when I was on Love Island, you know, I got really badly burnt and stuff. And, you know, in my slight defense, I was on medication that made me really, really um, <laughs> sensitive to the sun. But I still was like, God, like I'm a doctor. I don't, I wish I could, you know, I shouldn't have ever allowed that to happen. Yeah. You know, like with people, I'm a role model and people are seeing that. So, you know, we've all made mistakes and all you can do in life is learn from them and pick yourself up and move on. And I think, you know, you're doing a great job. So don't be too hard on yourself. Bless you. I wear mate. You got a little bit of sunburn. I called the entire cast cunts. So I think I think I've got I think I've got the monopoly on growth. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> Right, so we can't ignore the fact that Love Island is starting soon. And you've absolutely smashed your time on there. Like, I say this as a fan of the show and a fan of reality TV and a fan of yours long before you were a friend. Like, you were wonderful on that. Like, struck this amazing balance between, like, incredibly honest and open and endearing and, like, oh, you wore your heart on your sleeve and it was absolutely lush to see. Um, So I want to know if you have any advice for the cast of Love Island 2021. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it feels so long ago now, doesn't it? But I kind yeah. of roll back and I think, you know, the biggest thing is such a cliche thing, but I think, um, you know, you can't go on screen and not worry about the cameras because you always do. And anyone says that, I don't, you know, you know they're there. But I think the most important thing is to genuinely try and relish every moment, just enjoy every moment because you're being part of something so unique. I mean, it's so, not many people get to go and do that. Just because even if you're on there for a couple of days, just soak it all and enjoy it. Try your best to be you. You can't be completely natural and completely yourself because there is a camera in front it's, of you. It's right? an alien concept. Isn't it's it? an alien concept. But as much as you can, stay true to your values, who you are. Don't try and be the loudest person in the room if you're not an actually loudest mm. person in the room. It's absolutely fine to be quiet. And I was very quiet. Be measured if you're measured. Just be yourself as much as you can and just make the most of it because it is an amazing experience. And you know, the other thing I would say as well, don't put pressure on yourself. People, you know, a lot of people, I want to be on there as long as possible and all this stuff. And of course, you know, I think my year was probably one of the last years where, you know, before it became so big or my year it became so big with people now, they go on it because they know they're going to become really well known. And if you're going on it now, 
you're not purely going on it for love because you know you're going to become pretty famous afterwards if you're on there for a length of time. But I think it's very important not to put that pressure on yourself that I have to be on there for ages. Just go and enjoy it. Uh, and also for anyone, um, I guess, that might be joining later or, you know, they haven't gone in yet, I think it's just being sure that it's what you want to do because it's an amazing, amazing show. But, you know, just be happy that you can go back to your job if things don't, you know, if you don't there that long or whatever. Do, do you know what I mean? Because sometimes there's so much pressure. I've got to go on, they'll be massive and I'll come off and that's the life made now. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's, ref- that's actually true. And I think I've worked harder than I ever have in my life after coming off the show, not, not, it's not been easier it's been yeah. harder if that makes sense and I'm sure you well I know that you'll understand that as well oh yeah sure and I think like although listen and I always say this like I'm hardly fucking down the mains I'm not front like yeah, no, like, yeah being a reality tv star or someone in our our line of work like it's the same as anything else like it works out if you work hard like yes you get lucky breaks and yes you can be in the right spot at the right time and god it helps if you're naturally gorgeous or whatever for your deals but ultimately like if you're kind if you're always on time if you're polite if you say yes to jobs rather than like oh no i'd rather be on holiday and it will work out for you so i think that's really important to to think as well like even if you do get this yeah even if you do get this good opportunity be sure you're grateful and grab it (laughs) yeah absolutely i think that's very good advice Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. You are actively campaigning for more NHS faces on the next series of Love Island, aren't you, son? Well, I think, you know, I was asked this before, and I think it's very important that... um, we represent everyone in society. And I think, you know, I mean that from background, diversity, everything. And I think it's great if we have some someone from the NHS or some people from the NHS on there because, you know, when I went on the show, it was a huge, like, oh, my gosh, there's a doctor on there and stuff. And actually, why can't doctors be on TV? Why does it matter if doctors have relationships and stuff like that? We all have relationships, right? We all have, you know, interactions with other people. And I think it's actually a good thing, I think, to have them on there. And, and whether it's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, physio, paramedic, whatever it is, I think it would be quite a nice thing, personally. Yeah, well, I just agree with you in general that I feel like I would love to see more diversity across the board on Love Island, whether that be body shape, whether that be skin colour, whether that be occupation. Like, I want to be, I want at this yeah. series, I want to have my face booted off 
with diversity. Yeah. I really do yeah, just yeah. want to be like, yes, everybody is here in Magaluf and I am so excited yeah. about it. <laughs> it does. It's just good. I think it's good, you know, because especially even talk about body image, like, you know, on the year that I was, that we, that we were on, and then Jack won't mind me saying this because, you know, he's a good friend of mine. He wasn't necessarily ripped and whatever, but he won the, bl- you know, he won the yeah. show. Like he won the show, you know, and, and I was, okay, I, you know, I worked very hard and I, I you know, I, we'll talk about it shortly, I think, but, you know, I, I obviously, I trained really hard to be in better shape because I felt I had to be that way. Yeah. But now I'm like, do you know what? We should just be normal. Like no, no one walks around or not very many people walk around with like ripped abs all the time yeah. as you're living in the gym. That's not real life. You know, no. that isn't real life. And that doesn't represent health either. Like you don't have to have abs and be all, all like that to, to be a healthy person or to be a fit person either, you know? Honestly, I couldn't agree with you more. And I look back and like you say, we're going back to my Instagram here and I post an awful lot of these before and after pics on my Instagram. And actually, when I'm at my skinniest, as I was around five years ago, about a size six, about eight stone, which was far, in my opinion, far too light for my frame. I looked like mm. I had a massive, great big head. Um, anyway, I look back and I'm miserable. Alex, like I am yeah. miserable. There's not one picture yeah. you can find of me at that size where I am grinning from here to here, where I'm having a nice time, where I'm feeling grateful. I mean, predominantly probably because I'm fucking hungry, apart from anything else. Yeah. But other than that, like I was, I, I was so obsessed with this really thin aesthetic that I wasn't living at all. And you've talked about your experience with your extreme regime that you used to get into shape for Love Island, mm. haven't you? And it was something similar, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I because what happened was I, you know, because I didn't apply for the show. Most people apply the year before, 12 months before. They approached me in kind of February. So I literally had like 21, 22 weeks before I was going on yeah. there. And I thought, oh my gosh. And you know, I was actually quite fit. I cycled to work. I was, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with my shape at all. But I felt this extreme pressure to kind of get in shape. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought, gosh, what am I going to do? So I, I trained so hard. Like, I trained, like, two hours a day. I nice. really restricted diet. On top of being a doctor full-time as well? Yeah, oh, yeah, I worked, yeah, I worked ridiculous hours. I, did, I didn't do anything other than work, train, and eat not very much, you mm. know. And it wasn't a good thing. And I actually, when I went on the show, I was like, I don't, even though I, I was in the show, I was like, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. And, and actually, when I came off the show, and I thought, do you know what, this, I, this isn't good for you. It's not sustainable. I went back to more balanced diet, a balanced exercise plan. And I felt so much better for it. And I think I look back now and it's easy. It's easy to kind of say now, I guess, you know, as someone that I wouldn't be going back on the show, but I kind of wish I hadn't done all that. Yeah. You know, I wish I'd have, I think it's good to, of course I promote as a dog, I promote exercise, I promote good, you know, balanced eating, but I shouldn't have been on a restrictive diet. I yeah. should have, you know, but it comes down to being happy with you, who you are, being comfortable in your own skin. And I think that's taken me time to do that as a lot of people have, you know? Yeah. I think like it's, like you say, hindsight's a really brilliant thing, do you know what I mean? But honestly, if there's anybody out there listening who is going on the next series or wants to be a Love Island yeah. star, or even just thinks like, oh, everybody goes on Love Island just naturally looks like that, which I honestly they, yeah. believed for a little bit as well. I just thought, God, I, I'm, all these They girls, don't, they train so hard. I mean, so hard. I mean, if you think, you know, before the shoot day where, you know, I had like these ripped abs and I was pushing myself out of the swimming pool and I was in this shape. I, you know, I, two days before that, I was restricting my diet, hardly eating anything other than just protein to cut my weight down. I mean, I look back, I think, wow, like, that was not good for you. You know, yeah, yeah. fine, it brought my abs out a bit more, but like, it just, just not good for you. And I think you just, that is not real life. That is not what people want. Uh, you know or, or need you don't need to walk around like that all the time and it's just not sustainable I'd rather honestly have a balanced life and go on a Friday night and have a pint or two in the pub with my mate than I would you know avoid social scenarios yeah. 
to, to, to train, which is what I had to do. And that's not knocking anyone that trains hard, anyone that wants to be in shape. I, th- I just think when it becomes a restrictive lifestyle mm-hmm. and it prevents you from enjoying and actually you're not happy and you don't feel good, that's often a sign, I think, to rethink you know, what you're doing. Love, like, Love Island gets a really bad rep for kind of um, put, like these unrealistic body images and stuff and a lack of representation a lot of the time. Um, and I look at like shows that I was on probably pre-Love Island, you know what I mean? Your things like X on the Beach and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I remember going into those situations and I've always been a curvy girl apart from obviously when I was deeply obsessed mm. um, and I remember sitting and watching all these gorgeous girls who were like probably about five ten years younger than me look incredible and it, it got to us it made me feel eat like it made me feel insecure but it wasn't that I never it never had those insecurities before it just exacerbated my already existing insecurities and I think it's do you think it's fair to say that Love Island can do that to young women and men I think I think this is the concern and I think that's why it's so important I hope and I, I really do hope that we'll just see so much more diversity in body type this year because I think it promotes the right message um and I think hope and I hope you know the important thing is for people to be honest if you've trained ridiculously hard to be in that shape I think be honest about yeah, that and share that. the fact that you've right. trained so I think you know pages I see people in very good shape they say look I spend this amount of time in the gym mm. this is why I stick to to do it not because you're promoting to do it people be being honest about it I, I, I just don't like the idea when some accounts you'll see people being like oh look at me drinking this eating this mars bar and eating all this crap that, no, that's not true you know yeah. be honest about what you're doing at least so i think that's what it is i think it's being open and transparent and i think when it comes to love island just let's just let's just see this diversity of course let's see some people yeah. will have because there are people in society who are like that and that's yeah. fine but well, let's not paint a picture that that is the whole representation and i think that's what really matters now, i do genuinely think itv have done so much of the last year or so to kind of start moving in that direction uh, let's see I, I i don't know and i haven't seen the cast so like i i just hope that you know that is the case oh no i'm with you i've got high hopes i think we're gonna i think we're gonna have the face booted off with diversity and i'm over the moon yeah. i'm buzzing like an old fridge Al. i cannot wait are you gonna be watching <laughs> i will be watching it so i mean you know I, it, there's a lot going on at the moment i probably won't catch every episode but i certainly will I, it's like memories isn't it I, yeah. I watch it to bring back some fun memories and it's escape at the end of the day love island is an escapism uh escapist programs it's just like watching something that is just allows you to zone out just to relax the world doesn't matter and you just laugh and you enjoy or you smile or you think i like that person or whatever i i I just that's what i like about it it's just escapism it's a good show and i think we're in for a good summer but i'm totally with you mate like i missed all of last year like obviously my like life no summer holidays no barbecues with family and friends like no nights at the pub no beer gardens so there's absolutely no way i'm getting as invested as i was in your year i can't i can't be rushing home from the pub because nine o'clock and love island's about to start i can't do it myself people did that didn't they (gasps) people rushed home did you do that did you rush home but i'm that much of a sad cat now, like I, even though I had it recorded, I was like, no, I have to see it live so I can talk to my mates in the group chat about it. That's who that's I am. Hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. No, I mean, I get it. And I, to be fair, the year before mine, so like Chris and Kem's year, I was like that. I actually loved it. I really enjoyed yeah. the show for that reason. I got really into it. Everybody says I don't like it. Then you then you find out, like, say, I, I feared like men go, I don't like to watch it. The wife will go, look, that he's lying. He watched the whole series. It's hilarious. I always love that. When people go, oh, mate, can I get a picture? I, I'd never watch the show. And then they go, the wife yeah, goes, oh, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I just think that's so funny. <laughs> People just pretend they don't. 
honestly, I don't know why they pretend. We all love Love Island. It's a juggernaut and we're pleased, pleased it's back. So before I let you go, Don, because I know you're a super busy man, I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for being a guest. You've been wonderful. Oh, thank you for having me. Honestly, thank you very much. So, honestly, you're, you're amazing. And uh, this podcast is it's a really positive space and you're doing really well and, and long may it continue. Thank you, babes. Oh, I mean, you're just like a hug. Um, okay, so next thing. Before I let you go, all of my lovely guests here at Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 divulge a couple pearls of wisdom for our gorgeous listeners. And listening to you talk, it's so obvious that you're passionate about a number of things but I think the profound thing that stands out for me is how you feel about mental health you're of course a mental health ambassador now um, and I want to know what your secret is to a healthy mind well I think you know in in this age at the moment or at least in the time we're in at the moment coming out of this pandemic I think it's so hard for people knowing like are we like in restrictions what's my life now am I in the office am I at home people are working from home and I think so many people have lost their routine they lost their work-life balance and I think creating structure is very important and I think making sure that you're doing things each day that actually make sense in terms of your well-being you're actually investing in yourself and what I say about well-being is it's an investment in yourself so you can feel happier healthier and be more successful in your life so some of the things that I would say is number one create routine Start, know what time you get up each day, mm-hmm. know what time you go to bed each day. Make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. We talked about it earlier, how important a good night's sleep is. If you're getting up at seven in the morning and say you're starting work, 8.30, whatever it is, try and have the first half an hour of your day not on your phone. Often people open their phone, look on their yeah. phone straight away, see the latest BBC news, latest thing, and it stresses you out. In the morning, you're a blank piece of paper. Get up, have your coffee, move, go outside for your walk, whatever it is, start the day in that positive space. On the, on the point of walks, it's really, really great to get outside in the morning, get sunlight. When you get sunlight in the morning, or even if it's a cloudy day, it helps set your circadian rhythm. So your circadian rhythm is your sleep cycle. And basically, when you get sunlight in the morning, it tells your brain, this is morning, which means 12, 14 hours from now, it's bedtime. And it helps you set that cycle. In your day, whether you're busy, you're at home or you're at work, try and make sure you get outside for a walk, get some space, some natural sunlight, have a break from your office, from your desk. And then, you know, exercise-wise, do things you enjoy. Like, find a bit of exercise you enjoy. Try if you can do a little bit each day or every other day is absolutely fine. Another big tip, when I talk about my final tip, I guess, um, okay. just speaking broadly, it, around self-care, you know, I love a bath bomb. Okay, you know you know this. I love I started my bath bomb company <laughs> prescribed for this exact reason. I love a bath bomb. And the reason I have a bath bomb is because it's my way to unwind, to say, I'm chilling out, I'm doing this for me, sitting in a bath, putting a podcast on, uh, listen to Vicky Patterson on the podcast and, and, you, and, 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 and unwinding and unwinding and you can say well Alex I don't like bath bombs that you're wrong but that's absolutely fine just yeah. do whatever you want to do in your time do one thing each day that is genuinely for you whether that's mm-hmm. listening to music going for a walk uh, doing yoga playing with your dog or you know whatever it's playing guitar whatever it is reading a book do one thing you say that's genuinely for you and you will feel the benefit for that. And like anything in life, if you commit to something, you do it regularly, you stick to this routine, stick to the plan, you'll feel better for it. Yeah, honestly, babe, that is such good advice. My life coach has this thing and he says, before you let like any outside influences into your mind in the morning, like you have to build your own walls. So build your yeah. defences because throughout the day, people are going to throw things at you, whether it's a nasty comment on Instagram, whether it's a traffic that you're stuck in that makes you run late, whether it's you don't have your favourite thing at the deli. There are going to be things thrown at you that stress you out. Um, but if you have had that hour in the morning where you've done the things that make you feel good, whether that's 
having a sunrise yoga session, drinking a green juice, whether it's plain weed dog, whatever you like, you say you're more, you're better equipped to deal with them. Yeah. I am so I'll the first. Yourself. So the person who rolls out of bed and picks up our phone straight away, but you've just reminded us to be better. I am not going to do that yeah, tomorrow it's morning. Easily, it's easily done, but it makes a huge difference. You are that. Think of yourself in the morning as a blank piece of paper. Why put a, you know, why put negativity straight in front of you first thing in the morning? And you might not. You might see something positive, but why risk it? Get yeah. up in the morning, do your morning, have your green juice, do your walk, a bit of exercise, whatever it is you do in the morning to, to kind of set your day, then pick up your phone, then start your day. There he is. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Alex, an absolute breath of fresh air. I'm going to arrange to see you soon because I want to take meet Paddington and I want to drink woo-woos with you. We'll do some woo-woos. Thank you so much for having me, honestly. <laughs> Love you, babes. Thank you. Love you. Well, guys, that was the final episode of It You Patterson the Secret 2 for 2021. And I cannot wait to see you all in 2022 for a whole host of fantastic new guests, new secrets, and new lols. See you all there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.